following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Scottsdale, Arizona, and I'm so Delighted to have you with us today, whether you're listening to the live show or whether you're downloading it later, welcome. Take a look first at the self-improvement blog so you can see the picture of today's guest, read her bio, and notice that in the right um, sidebar there are some videos of hers, and they're very, very good. I encourage you to take a look at them. Um, they're not long, um, but um, they're very good. Now, back in the days when I was building my nursing career, because I had a master's degree from a top university back when there weren't very many master's degrees around, I didn't need to worry about getting the job I wanted. And even though there was always some anxiety connected with the positions I filled, I was able to deal with it. I was prepared for it. I loved it. I was okay with it. But then later I became an entrepreneur and the anxiety got big and real and sometimes it resulted in a touch of depression. That was usually connected uh, with sales volume and cash flow and I'm sure some of you can relate to that. I discovered that running a business of your own was not the same as climbing a career ladder in somebody else's bailiwick. Both have their own Unique stresses and anxieties. Trust me. There weren't any coaches back then, but there were some people you could seek out for help with the business uh, challenges as well as the personal ones, and I, I did that a number of times. I would have loved having a coach, somebody who could help me over the hurdles and help me put things in perspective, especially when things got tight or, or really challenging. Now we have a whole new army of professional coaches a mouse click or a Skype call away. If you do a thorough search on the Internet, you can find a coach who has expertise in exactly the area you need help with. Today we have with us a coach whose expertise is in dealing with anxiety and depression related to careers and relationships Two biggies, and many of you will be able to draw from her wisdom. Some of you may want to engage her. Shannon Ivana is a personal coach and lecturer living in Berkeley, California, who works with clients on multiple 
continents. Yay, Internet. She specializes in teaching how to increase work productivity by overcoming anxiety and depression. Shannon helps her clients connect with the dreams that they have that they've considered too good to be true or too big and to actually make these dreams real in today's reality. She's been featured on CNN iReports, Boston Globe, and Miami Herald, as well as many other publications, and it is my pleasure to welcome her to the Self-Improvement Show. Shannon, welcome. Thank you so much, Irene. I greatly appreciate being here. Oh, I'm delighted. When, when I got the, the uh, announcement, the article that you wrote uh, was so wonderful, I really knew I had to have you on the show. <laughs> and, and maybe we'll have time to talk a little bit about that article as well. But start out, let's, you know, tell us about yourself. Who is Shannon Ivana? Great. Uh, I am a business and career coach, uh, and my specialty is helping people overcome anxiety and depression. So I started off as a coach quite a while ago, and at the same time, actually, I'd had lifelong difficulty with anxiety and depression, and I'd saw a lot of different professionals for it and not made a whole lot of progress. So I kept searching for a period of about 10 years, and I finally found what worked toward the end of that period. And my story is, it shocked even me. That I was having problems with sleep, where I was sleeping about 11 hours a night for several years. And I did all kinds of things like get a professional sleep study and take melatonin and all of the normal interventions. And I'd given up on it. And I eventually found forms of counseling that worked to improve my mood. And I actually at one point had a great counseling session and it fixed my sleep problems overnight. And it has been about three years now that I sleep eight eight to nine hours a night like a normal person. Can we backtrack on that a little bit? Because sure. maybe I didn't hear it right, but I heard you say you were getting 11 hours of sleep. Yes. 11. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not resting. Correct. Yes. I was tired most of the day. Oh. Sleeping 11 hours. Wow. Yeah, this is that's quite common for people who have difficulty with depression um, and on anxiety. They can over or undersleep, uh, but it's it's interesting. You know, a lot of I I had that where I fixed it in myself, and then I started taking on clients with similar problems. You know, with like I had my first client who was sleeping twelve hours a night, and I was like, I hope I can get her the same results. And sure enough, she's sleeping eight hours a night now and pursuing her dream job, and actually recently got engaged. Oh wow! Um, yeah, like I'm assuming that when you, you say that she got her sleep problems taken care of, mm-hmm. that when she began sleeping eight instead of 12 hours she was getting up rested and ready to go yes yes you know that's the key is it you know if you sleep three or six or eight or whatever if you can get up and be rested and you know energized you're good to go but if you sleep 12 and you're just tired than when you went to bed yes not good not good yeah, so, so I mean, it's not something that happens 
that's happened with myself, her, and several other clients just as a side effect of counseling. Like, I can't intentionally fix someone's sleep habits, but Ah, it just happens as a side effect of being happier with the rest of your life. Uh, That makes perfect sense. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't have believed it myself until it happened to me. Now, in your in your bio, it says that you have clients on several continents. Before we get into what you do, tell us about where you do it. Oh well, I work over Skype mostly, and also um, help out. And I have clients. I have a lot of clients in Canada and Europe, as well as the U.S. where I live. And I also, I've had a client in Japan, and currently I have a client in India, as well as Australia and New Zealand. That's exciting. I'm assuming that you use the Skype video so you can see each other. Yes, it's optional. Some people prefer videos, some people prefer not. Oh, that's Uh, interesting. (laughs) As a counselor or a coach, it's always nice to be able to see your client's reaction to your words. Uh, I would find that very helpful, I think. Um, interesting. Tell us, tell us a little more about your coaching practice and, and, and how you conduct it. Well, I, I, let's see. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not a fair question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Tell, you. tell us more about what you do. Uh, well, I help people, you know, I take people from where they are, which is, you know, often people come to me with extreme anxiety and depression where they're afraid they're going to lose their job or they're afraid that they're not going to make it through school or, you know, sometimes they're already kind of at oh, home oh, and not gotcha. do anything. So I help people go from whatever point they're starting at. So, so that's the extreme. And I've worked with a lot at that extreme. And I also work with a lot of entrepreneurs and people in the workforce who just want to get a better job or want to feel more secure at their own job. Um, And I take them to, or I help them go to where they want to be, which is, you know, excelling at a job that they love. As a coach, and I think this would concern me if I went into coaching, Uh as a coach, do you sometimes find clients who really need a psychologist or a psychiatrist or, you know, somebody who can prescribe you know, somebody who can go into the deeper issues, do you get into that and are you able to refer them then? Or do you usually see people who really understand what it is they need and they call you because you're exactly the right person for them? That's a great question. I get a lot of people who have seen many psychiatrists and therapists without any success who eventually, you know, they're so desperate that nothing's working for them that they're willing to try someone off the internet. Um, so I get a lot of people who have already been trying all of that sort of stuff and not had it successful, and then they come and talk to me. Um, I would certainly refer out if I felt it was necessary. I I have not... And actually, there's, there's one case where I referred someone out once, but generally, no. Uh, people can work with me in combination with a therapist or a psychiatrist. Uh, but most of the time, you know, I'm not diagnosing people or doing any of that sort of work. So I would refer out if someone was really 
a danger to themselves for some reason, you know, and, and it was beyond, it was something where someone else could help them more than I could. Um, but generally I don't need to. And see, I think that's really wonderful. And I think that's part of why we have so much success in coaching because we don't put labels on people. Yeah. You don't have to take off a label. They aren't convinced that they have X diagnoses or X problem that is, oh, so big, <laughs> oh, so big. <laughs> and, and their own thoughts you know, kind of do them in. Love, love that whole idea. And I'm not surprised that, that it works that way. There was a wonderful TV show on some years ago, and you know, I honestly cannot remember the name of it. It just flitted into my mind, and that's when coaching was really coming into being. And the coaches had wonderful creative exercises for their clients to do that would help them formulate really their own solution to the problem. Uh, are you doing some of that kind of thing as well? We'll talk a little bit more about that as we go on. But do you remember that show? Did you see that? I didn't see the show, but I've had that training. Um, so I, I do use that type of coaching sometimes. It's a part of my practice. At this point, I tend to do a lot more um, directing than I used to. But I can, I can use both modes depending on what is needed by the client. And it's nice that you have that flexibility. And I, I know it depends on, the, on what they're working with, what you would tend to do with them. Yes. Do you find that most of your clients really respond to um, the direction and the exercises that you give them? Yes. Absolutely. Are they open to do that? Yeah, well, when I was when I was a new coach, I did much more of what you're describing. Uh, And over time, as I specialized in, you know, career and business and anxiety and depression, I saw a lot of the same problems over and over, you know, in different ways and different people. And I just got to the point where someone can tell me a little bit and I can guess from that roughly what a lot more that they haven't said will be. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I can I can skip over the let's figure it out for yourself and say like is this it? And is this it? On I- that is this it? Nope. We're going to take a break. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Sean, Shannon Ivana saying stay tuned. We'll be right back and we're going to be talking about anxiety and depression. So stay tuned. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? 
Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. My guest today is Shannon Ivana, who's a, uh, a coach, uh, works with career anxiety, depression. We're going to be talking more about that now. Um, let's Before we get into talking about it, let's define our terms because every group seems to have their own take on anxiety, their own definition of depression. We're not talking about clinical depression here. We're talking about depression that all of us know about. So how do you see anxiety? What's your definition of anxiety as you work with it? Thanks, Irene. So I like to look at it as symptoms. Um, you know, for me, like, like I said, I don't diagnose people, so I don't really need to put anyone in a box of anxiety or a box of depression, but more just like what are the symptoms that people tend to have in common that I work with? And they do tend to, anxiety and depression are separate clusters of symptoms that, you know, people tend to have. So anxiety, it tends to be things like confusion about what to do when, high stress levels, difficulty sleeping, fear of doing the wrong thing, difficulty focusing, difficulty meeting the demands of day-to-day life. And then some typical symptoms of depression are sleeping 9 to 13 hours a night, going to bed late and getting up late, seeing life as a never-ending chore, feeling little to no pleasure, and lack of motivation to do even the basic things in life. I can almost hear some of the listeners saying, oh my gosh, (laughs) I've got some of those. Yeah. Yeah. How, well, we'll get into that. What's the most important thing to realize when you're suffering from work-related anxiety? And many people have this. Okay, the most important thing to realize. Well, so anxiety tends to give you tunnel vision. Um, You know, when you're anxious, you're kind of in this state of, a fear-like state where it's kind of like rain falling on your head and you don't know what rain is. It's a good analogy Ah. for it. So the ideal thing to do when you're in anxiety is to try to take a step back somehow and look at a bigger picture, right? Right. So, so yeah, like you're, you're kind of going around like a horse with blinders on and you don't know where you're going. 
So the more you can kind of take in the bigger picture and kind of see the good things in your life and see all the possibility and realize that there is a lot more than whatever this kind of scary thing is that you're witnessing, that's very helpful. Now, I know that you use some tools. We all have our our tools <laughs> that we use, you know, just like a, a a carpenter has a hammer and a saw and all of those things. I know coaches have tools too. Yes. So what are what are the tools you use the most? Okay. So there are three main categories of Things that I think are important to look at when I'm helping someone, you know, get from where they don't want to be to where they do want to be. And those are positive reinforcement and general positive outlook, um, physical improvements and, you know, how to optimize your, your health and body and orienting to what it is you actually want in life. Oftentimes that takes figuring out what you actually want in life. Ah, uh, yeah. So let's go, let's go into those a little bit. Let's talk about positive reinforcement. If I come to you with my glass half empty, can you help me begin to see it as <laughs> half full? Or a little yes, more than half? Yes. <laughs> so, yes, that, that's, that's a good analogy, actually. So, positive reinforcement is learning to... So, 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 a lot of people are motivated by rewards or punishment, right? So, right. I, you know, they motivate themselves on many different levels this way. So say, you know, you're someone who's going for a bachelor's degree and you're in college. You might not believe you can feel good until you get that degree or, you know, depending on your culture, maybe until you get your PhD and you've been a doctor for 10 years. So you want to learn how to feel good along the way. Um, as a strategy to feel better much sooner and to actually get to the point you want to get to. So, so, so with a, with a reward or punishment strategy, you don't get to feel good until you get to the goal. And that makes a lot of sense because, you know, it, it makes sense you would motivate, you know, with the carrot out in front, right? Exactly. But, yeah. The, the problem with that is that it's a basic human desire to feel good. So when you, when you deprive yourself of feeling good along the way, you tend to act out and sabotage yourself. So that's when things like, you know, drug abuse, um, you know, all, all of the things we don't want to be doing that, you know, you do something and you're like, why did I do that? Often the answer to why you did it is because you're desiring to feel good and that need is not getting met. And you don't know how to get it is you know do do your clients or do people who need positive reinforcement not know how to get it or not know how to recognize it when it's given or are they just not getting it? They're just not getting it. Um, no, they tend to believe that they can't give it to themselves until they succeed uh, on a certain level. So, so what happens is, like, at least, 
you know, people have all kinds of ways of looking at it. But what happens is people aren't getting as much positive reinforcement from doing what it is they want to be doing. So instead, they go to external things like overeating or drinking or you name it and try to get pleasure there. But it's almost like their personality becomes divided into this this part that wants to seek pleasure and this part that wants to do what they want to do in the world, right? So... So what I do is help people heal that divide so that they get pleasure from doing what they want to do in the world all along the way. And as you do positive reinforcement, so so positive reinforcement is when you attempt to feel good about everything you are doing that moves you in the direction you want to do. And it's actually what dog, what animal trainers do. Like dog training is a great example of positive reinforcement. So when you're training a dog, say you want to train a dog to turn around in a circle, right? Right. Um, The way you do it is if the dog, you ignore every time the dog is not turning around in the circle, You, you ignore the behavior you don't want. And then every time the dog starts to turn a little bit to its right, you give it a small treat, and then after a while, you you extend it so it has to turn a little bit more to the right, and then you give it another treat. And eventually, through this reinforcement, you get it till the dog will turn in a circle as you want. So, so that's very similar to how you use this with yourself. You you give yourself small rewards rewards all along the way. Whenever you find yourself doing something you want, so let me give a, a human example of this. Yeah, I was going to say, can you give us an example? <laughs> Yes, yes. So say, um, again, we'll, we'll use a college student again for this. So say you're a college student and you want to be writing your papers on time and you, you've been procrastinating them and not doing them and you're on the verge of getting geeked out of school. So let's say, um, so, so what you want to do is first you want to positively reinforce just the thought of working on your paper, Right. Because right now, whenever you think about your paper, you feel bad because you're afraid of being kicked out of school. So the first thing is you want to start feeling good just about thinking about doing your paper. Then every time you open your book, you positively reinforce that. You try to feel good about it instead of thinking about all the things you're scared of. And then so on and so on, you you reinforce to when you actually start writing, you reinforce once you've written a little bit, and you you really reinforce once you've written something that's good and on time. And over the process of it, you learn to actually enjoy doing what you want to do. Make sense? Makes sense. And you work, you take your clients through this. Yes. Yes. On whatever topic it is, you know, common ones, like, like I said, the, the papers for the college students is a common one. Doing the dishes is one I do positive reinforcement on quite a bit. Um, yeah, anything like that. The next one that you talked about is getting clients to know what they want. Jim Carrey made a wonderful statement, a quotable quote in his, in a a graduation um, address that he did this week. He said, you can fail at doing something that you don't want. So why don't you just go ahead and do what you do want? And I'm thinking, that's a brilliant, brilliant statement. How do you get people to know what they do want? 
Do your clients know what they want? Sometimes. It depends on the person. Usually they're confused. And the reason they're confused is people tend to get sidetracked by... So, so there, there are, you have many goals at different levels. Does that make sense? Like there's, yes, there's, yes. Okay, good. So, so say, you know, you have a job and you have a goal of doing well at your job and you also have your goal of doing well in your relationship and your goal of doing well in your relationship with your parents. So you can have all these different things and it can seem like they're in conflict. So it can get very confusing what you should be doing when. You know, like you also have like emails coming in, you know, should I answer the email? Should I be talking to my mom? You, you, I mean, you could see how that could drive someone crazy. And well, yeah, we all have some of that. <laughs> yes. So, so a lot of people really, it helps them to connect on what do they want on the highest level? Like, what do you really, really want? So, so that's something that can take some time to do for a lot of people. And a lot of people don't actually know. It's, it's rather surprising when you, when you get into coaching, that's one of the first things they teach coaches how to do is to help people figure out what they want. And it's rather shocking to learn how, how people tend to not know what they want on the highest level. Like you think you would think that whatever is most important to you would be what would first come to your mind. But oftentimes if I ask what's most important to you, that will stump someone, right? Right. Now, when when you find somebody who doesn't know what they want, I guess my question is, don't they get a lot of anxiety from not knowing what they want and and they have to go to work every day and do something? And and maybe they're in the whole wrong thing. Yes, that that is often the case. Uh, So, so yeah, it's, I mean, it's, they feel anxious about, that and you know the thought of how could I be you know whatever age I am how could I be 20 or how could I be 50 and not know what I want Uh, you know like that that can be terrifying for people so so they have aversion even to asking the question oftentimes so so the trick is to just kind of go in it into it gently and there there are certain ways as a coach I know a lot of ways to help someone learn what it is they want so a typical exercise I'll do with people is have them think about either a peak experience or someone they admire. So, so let's say like it's someone you admire and it doesn't matter whether that person is past, present or fictional. It's just someone who that person is drawn to. So what I'll do is I'll ask them to talk about it. And as they're talking, you know, I'll write some notes, write maybe about a paragraph. And you can do this on yourself. You can just write a paragraph about someone who you admire. Just make sure it's someone you really admire and not someone who you think you should be like. And then I go over the paragraph and I underline all the values in it. So, you know, typical values. Well, I do peak experiences and people. So values will be things like, you know, beauty, uh, compassion, intelligence, persistence, those sorts of things. And each person, what they say is quite unique. So looking at this, I really get a sense of what this person's particular values are, what they they in particular are drawn to. And that is a very good first indicator of, of who this person really is and who they really want to be. 
Interesting. <laughs> On that note, we need to go to break. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Shannon Ivana, saying stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. What does creme de la creme mean? It's the greatness of living, the willingness to be the best. It's living beyond what you know is possible with no limitation. Access Consciousness presents Creme de la Creme, a program that empowers you to choose and create the life you would like to have and entices you into being who you are, not who others would have you be. It's the best of the best. It's the finer things in life. It's brilliant. It's fun. It's exciting. Join us for Creme de la Creme every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Shannon Ivana. We're talking about... Anxiety related to your career, anxiety and depression, actually. We're talking about the tools she uses most as a coach. We've talked about positive reinforcement, and we've been talking about how to help the client know what it is they really want. And now we come to addressing the physical or external factors. Tell us a little bit what you, what you take into that, what you consider, how you help them with that. Okay, thanks, Irene. So for physical factors, what I mean by that is your brain is an organ in your body, right? Right. So how you how healthy you are in your body obviously affects your emotions and your mind and your ability to be productive because of that. So it's important to make sure that you are physically healthy if you want to eliminate anxiety and depression and to live at your full potential. Uh, I have a lot of different tools I give people for that. One thing is because sleep tends to be a problem for most people, I tend to advise there's a program called Flux. Are you familiar with that? No, I don't think so. It's so. It's, okay, it's it's a website. Um, it's called justgetflux.com, and it will adjust your lighting on your computer to make it more like natural light. Oh, yeah. So the reason to do this is that our circadian rhythms, you know, when we get tired, is affected by the light outside. 
And you you tend to, in a natural lighting, before we had room lighting, you would get more blue color light during the day and more red and orange color night light in the evenings, like firelight or candlelight, right? Right. So... Since since we all have our computers and TV screens that we're often looking at late into the night, those tend to be much more blue light. So that actually affects people's sleep. So you can do a lot of different interventions to improve this. And, you know, one thing is to install that program Flux on your devices. It's a free program. You can also do things like get orange workman's glasses that will filter out the room lighting as well as the um, computer and monitor lighting. Uh, so, so that's one of the, the more physical things I will recommend to people. You know, Also, obviously, making sure they get enough water and enough electrolytes, those sorts of things. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where all of these pieces kind of work together, right? Right. You know, it takes, which one I do with someone first depends a lot on where they're at. Uh, Because, you know, if you're in a state where you're anxious and depressed because you're not doing what you want to be doing in life, then, then that's the first thing to tackle. Whereas sometimes... Maybe you just have a vitamin deficiency and I might just recommend, you know, please go get a blood test and, you know, they'll find some, you know, someone's iron deficient and that can be what's causing them depression. So do you ever have a client that just needs to go out and have some fun? You know, that they've, they just have worried and worked so much (laughs) that they just need to, you know, take a break. (laughs) Well, yes, although that doesn't tend to be the advice that, uh, I mean, usually I have to, well, I, you know, like typically people who come to me with work and career anxiety, they tend to be people who really, really, truly want to be more productive at their job. So a lot of the anxiety is more because they want to excel so badly as opposed to that they need a vacation. Like if I sent them on a vacation when they first came to me, they would just sit and fret on the whole vacation. So really, the first step is really getting that feeling good is is a good thing and it's okay and that it's part of a human being's experience in life to want to feel good and to not deprive yourself of that. Ah, okay. There, you uh, on your website. You have something that's e- extremely interesting to me, and I think it would fit in right here. You talk about meta suffering. What is meta suffering? I think this is such an interesting and dynamic concept. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. So what I mean by that is that most suffering I find is. Suffering about suffering. So meta means one layer removed or, you know, several meta, meta. You could have many layers. Right. So, you know, instead of the, the actual thing causing, causing anxiety, like say in this example, you're afraid. I mean, it's hard to even think of an example that isn't meta. Um, say you see a dog approaching you and you're afraid the dog's going to bite you. That would be first level anxiety, right? right. 
Um, so a second level anxiety related to that example would be you are afraid, you know, this happens to you once and you get away. And then from then on, you're afraid that a dog will approach you and then you'll be afraid. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So the majority of suffering that I have witnessed, anxiety and depression, tends to be anxiety about anxiety and depression about depression. Uh, so, so that's one of the wonderful things about my work in that with that understanding, it's very, very easy to help people um, because that level, you know, like it's, it's you know, you're, you're addressing, it is entirely psychological, Right. Like the, the suffering about suffering is something like you've built up this fear, but there's not an actual, the actual stimulus in the world is fairly far removed. So that's why coaching can be quite effective <laughs> for so many people. Right, because you, you, you do most coaches know, uh, know about this meta suffering because this is such a powerful concept and, and actually I'm not familiar with it in, in, in the term meta suffering, but that says it. Thank you. I actually came up with, I mean, I just combined two words that I know I came up with the phrase myself. I looked around on the internet to see if I could find it referenced anywhere else, and I didn't. I've certainly heard Buddhists and other people refer to the concept, but I haven't heard it named and explained in the way that I've explained it before. You know, if somebody has a lot of anxiety, they get anxiety about their anxiety. And I know people who have anxiety attacks, and they're always afraid that they're going to have one. Yes. Yeah. I know. And, and I mean, that, I, to me, the, the word meta suffering is just so powerful. And I think if we all look at ourselves, we can see that we all do a little dab of meta suffering. Yes. And if we can, if you can take off those top layers so you can really get to the suffering, you know, aren't you almost always successful? Yes. I mean, the actual suffering itself usually comes and goes and you're fine once you're able to remove those meta layers. (laughs) It's just, you know, just such a nice concept. Um, How does a person know when it's time for them to get some coaching? Well, yeah. What what brings them to you? Do, Do they say, you know, I had a friend who who had some coaching, and I think I, I'm kind of stuck. You know, is the word out now and about enough that it's yeah. common that people can I to a coach? I tend to, you know, people, sorry, um, people tend to find me when they are, you know, really stuck at they're really wanting help and they're really willing to try something different. Uh, my, my practice is quite different than most of what you're going to find. Like I said, I've defined my own term, meta-suffering, right? So I tend to get people who are really ready to try something new because they're ready to take the next step in their business and they want to go really far or they've got serious anxiety issues and they're really ready. To- it's, it's what a joy that would be. To work with people who are ready. Yes. Yeah. Just show me the direction and, and tell me how fast yeah, to run. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, um, 
must be really rewarding. And I know on your website you have a number of just wonderful, wonderful comments from former clients. Do they understand what coaching is about? See, coaching is, is a new concept to me because I grew up in another era. But now coaching is really popular. There are all kinds of coaches. So mm-hmm. do you find people who have searched on the Internet for people who work with anxiety career-related? You know, is that how they find you? How do people find you? Yes, people find me by searching for career coaches or business coach or someone to help with anxiety on the Internet and also referrals. I have a lot of referrals. You you saw the testimonials from my clients, so I get a lot of referrals from them. Wonderful. And on, on that note, guess what? It's time for us to go to break again. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Shannon Nirvana saying stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who have turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Every one of us confronts challenges that rock our world to the core, making us confused and disoriented, not knowing which way is up. On The Mother Rising, host Margaret Jacobson will nourish that spark that enlivens. You will be both empowered and inspired to create the changes leading you on your path to your own true freedom. Discover your worth and what you are capable of. Tune into The Mother Rising every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. My guest today is Shannon Ivana. We're talking about uh, her coaching practice. She 
works with people who have career anxiety mainly and sometimes depression. Uh, we've talked about her three strategies, which are positive reinforcement, finding your highest goal, and the external factors. Shannon, how do these three fit together as a, um, I guess, as a strategy working with clients? Well, all of them are important, right? You, you, if your body is not functioning, your brain's not functioning. So, so taking care of your physical body is important. And the better care of it you take, the more capable you are. Uh, positive reinforcement is also very important because, like I said, everyone has the natural desire to feel good. And the more you can weave that into what you're doing, the more you can do because you don't have that part pulling you a different direction all the time. And then figuring out what it is you truly want is also something that is fundamental because no matter how much positive reinforcement you use and how healthy you are, if you're not doing what you want, part of you is going to feel dissatisfied and it's going to be pulling you in a different direction. Can you can you get people to realize that they're, you know, they really aren't doing what they want? And it's possible to change without losing everything? Yeah. When I'm working with clients individually, it becomes very clear. I just work with them on whichever of these three pieces that it seems like they're most needing. And then as one gets better, the rest tend to get better. And the it just becomes obvious which part they're most needing help with. Um, you know, if I start with positive reinforcement and suddenly they, they crash, then it's like, oh, we were reinforcing the wrong thing. They need to know what they want to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and, and if, if they are, they know what they want to do and they're doing well in positive reinforcement and they're still low energy, then, then I start suspecting that they have some sort of deficiency. So, you know, it just, they all, they all play together. They're all important. And my guess is you spend a good bit of time in the beginning just talking and finding out where they are, what they want, or what they think they want, you know, what's going on, and then you put it all together. Am I right about that? Actually, that is rarely the way it works. Really? Time. Yeah. So when someone contacts me as a coach, usually they have a, they are ready to solve their problem. They have a problem oh, really? to solve and they want to do it and they want to do it now. So I don't do a whole lot of, you know, just analyzing them. I tend to jump right in with what it is they want to do right now. And that's and- why you're so successful. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, the rest just unfolds. It just becomes obvious what needs work where. And I kind of get the whole picture as we go along. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. How can people find you? We can't end this show without letting people know how to reach you. So they can find... Oh, good. They can find me on my website. My website is anxietygoaway.com. <laughs> nice and easy to remember. And right now I'm actually running a teleseminar series. So this way people, they can get four sessions where I go into much more detail about my philosophy and common pitfalls and how to avoid them. And also getting 
three coaching sessions from me and a couple other goodies. So, so normally I charge one forty seven for a coaching session, but this whole package I'm doing for four ninety seven. And then if anyone types in the code Irene, then they can get the whole package for two ninety seven. Okay, everybody. You know, um, do you want? Can I put this on the blog so people know? Well, Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll put this on the blog um, in your in the announcement of the show, which sure. will be up until Sunday. Great. Yeah. So the next question is: What are you up to now? What's coming up for you? Well, let's you have see. your seminar. So I have my personal practice, which I'm just thrilled with, and I am doing this teleseminar. What else is on the horizon? Yes. So I have some statistics on my website. You can kind of click on it from the main page. Um, and I love taking data. So I have all of my clients take this site. It's it's called Moodscope. And just doing, doing a nice, fun mood quiz at the beginning of each session. And I also track their productivity or whatever it is they're most wanting to improve. So as I am working on my book and doing teleseminars and personal sessions, I'm also continuing to take data and really discover what it is that, you know, most moves people. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing feedback to, to improve my practice all the time, and I try to publish, you know, analysis about that when I can. That's exciting, and you've given me some websites that I've never heard of, and I really I can't wait to go see what they are. I'm absolutely <laughs> delighted to learn some of these things. Um, what about a book? Is a book coming up from you? Oh, yeah. I- yes, absolutely. <laughs> I've got my first draft written, and the, the second draft is in progress. It should be out by the end of this year. Can you give us a sneak peek at the title? <laughs> or do you know that yet? Sometimes I, you don't know the title until the very end. Yeah, the the title it's it's a work in progress. You know, as that would be a good title. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it really would be a work in co- in progress from a coach's point of view. <laughs> Interesting. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's fun and that's funny. Um, I, I can only say you're very brave and, you know, to write a book, it's a, a daunting task. And, Thank you. you know, I, I admire yeah. you well, for doing I mean, that it, and I'll watch. based on the teleseminar that, like the one I just did, and it, 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 it writes itself. It's wonderful. Wonderful. Shannon, we're right up against the end of the show. What's the thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today? Positive reinforcement. (laughs) Positive attitude will get you where you want to go. And keeping your eye, find your North Star, your guiding North Star for you personally, and always be aware of it and work toward getting there. Wonderful. Next week's guest is Mark Ireland, who's going to talk about his new book, Messages from the Afterlife, uh, something that's always interesting. Shannon, thank you so, so much for being with us today. It's been wonderful having you on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been wonderful being here. Uh, We might have to do it again when your book comes out. 
This is Irene Conlon and my guest Shannon Ivana saying thank you for being with us today. Come back again next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.